All right, everybody, welcome back. This is episode 14 of the uh, Two Love and Sports podcast. Uh, Ethan, how's it going? It's going pretty good, man. Uh, finals are starting to pick up, papers and projects, but other than that, you know, just at home hanging out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Today we're going to preview NFL week 13 and uh, talk about some other sports stuff. So uh, why don't we just get right into it for uh, all the fans, right? All the fans. Every one of them. Every single one of them. Um, All right, so let's get started on NFL Week 13. Let's start with the Saints and the Falcons. We got the Saints 9-2, taking on the Falcons 4-7 in Atlanta. Uh, This is definitely uh, like a closer matchup with Taysom Hill instead of Drew Brees, obviously. Um, Atlanta is uh, plus 3.5. Uh, underdogs right now. That's pretty good for them, considering. I I just really wish that Jameis would play. I mean, we talk about this every week. Uh, Jameis is all we really want, you know? Yeah, ultimately, like, it's pretty clear that the Saints are just throwing Taysom Hill in there and then not throwing the ball at all. Uh, Especially last week, Taysom Hill passed like 19 times or something. They're just going to run the ball. Yeah, it's it's, but, not, it's not exciting. God, would it be, it's so boring. It is it's so much more interesting with Wednesday. I mean, infinitely. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I just wish Jameis would play for the Falcons. Uh, Julio might not play. Todd Gurley should be playing after missing last week, and uh, the Falcons actually uh, really impressed last week against the Raiders, who are a good team. Absolutely, they destroyed four turnovers. Yeah, they uh, destroyed the Raiders, forty-three to six, um, and I, I I am a little enticed. I'm enticed to take Falcons plus three and a half. Uh, it just seems like seems like a, a solid bet for an upset. Um, the Saints' defense is really good, but I mean, hey, if the Falcons can play similar to how they played last week, I mean, with Taysom Hill at quarterback, uh, not that he's bad, but he's definitely uh. He's definitely he's he's got potential to not not be good. Obviously, you know. Yeah. Um. So I'm 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 gonna start this out week bold. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Falcons. I'm gonna pick the Falcons. You know, honestly, I like that. I respect that. Yeah. It's uh, it's definitely bold. I think it's gonna be really. It's gonna be a super close game. I think it'll be kind of low scoring. Uh, I I don't see the Falcons being able to muster much against the Saints defense. And, you know, they threw up like whatever, 46 or something last week. But but that was the defense, basically. I mean, Matt Ryan threw for like 185 yards. They didn't have any anybody really do much on offense. It was just a huge defensive performance. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm just being bold and shaking some things up, you know. Uh, I always pick like the favorites, so I'm shaking it up. I'm going Falcons. I like that. All right, moving on. We got Browns and Titans. Both teams are eight and three. Uh, the key for the Browns is stopping Derrick Henry, and the key for the Titans is stopping Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. It's going to be a run-heavy game. Absolutely. Um, and I feel like this is usually the time of the year where the Browns start to brown, like they start to you know kind of start sucking um, even more than they usually do, even though they are eight and three. But if the Browns do win this game, I, I, I'll be impressed, and I'd be comfortable saying that they're a sure playoff team. Yeah, agreed, yeah. Um, uh, both those fronts. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
but I am going to pick Titans in this game just because yeah, I mean I, I, just, well. I think they're a better team and the Browns do they're 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 due just to suck. I mean they beat the bad teams and they struggle against the good teams and the decent teams. The Titans are a decent team. Yeah. I would say that the Titans have a sort of similar uh sort of similar vibe about them in that they beat the bad teams, lose to the good teams, but I think the difference is the Browns are kind of 50-50 with like the middle of the pack teams and the Titans are are better than the middle of the pack teams. Yeah, I mean the Titans they had a uh, a good win last week in overtime against uh, the Colts. Um, maybe they could ride that momentum. The Browns uh, they pulled away towards the end of the game last week against Jacksonville, but it wasn't like one of those convincing wins. And the week before that isn't that when they scored like ten points total and like just beat the Texans. So yep. I don't know. Um, I think the Titans are better overall. And Titans are home. Uh, I'm just gonna pick Titans here. Yeah, I agree. Same. It's gonna be it's gonna be kind of fun to watch. I mean, that the Chubb versus Derrick Henry matchup is super interesting. They're two of the best like pure rushing running backs in the game right now. Mm-hmm. So we're both going Titans, though. Yeah. All right. Moving on. We got the Lions and the Bears. The Lions are four and seven. The Bears are five and six. This is a classic Bears Lions meaningless late season game. Um, we said way back when uh, that the Bears would be five and six after f- starting five and one, um, and we were right. They've lost five straight, and the Bears just suck. Yep. Uh, the Lions. This is going to be their first game after firing Matt Patricia and their general manager. So we should see maybe some new looks. And uh, Mitch uh, Trubisky is going to get the start again, which I think we both agreed is a better better option at the moment than starting Nick Foles. Yeah, it's the right decision, I think. I mean, it doesn't matter. Both of them suck, but yeah, probably it's probably the call at this point. I mean, Mitch, we, we say this all the time, at least he can kind of run around a little bit before he throws a bad pass, where Nick Foles will like um, just get sacked or just throw a bad pass without like really making too much of an effort to get yeah, outside the pocket. Um. Kenny Galladay is expected to be out again, and DeAndre Swift also might not play. So that's some Lions playmakers that'll be out. And uh, this this could be the game that the Bears win, and I think that they have a legitimate shot at winning. I really do. But, I mean, I'll never go against a team fresh off firing their head coach. It happens all the time. I do. It happened earlier this season with the uh, Texans and the Falcons when they both were, like, winless. They fired their coaches. And they won. They won convincingly too. So I'm picking Lions. Yeah, it's it's a little tempting here uh, to take the Bears with Kenny Galladay and DeAndre Swift not playing or potentially not playing. Like that team looks, their offense looks so much different without those guys. But you know, the Bears defense got exposed a little bit last week. I mean, they're not Green Bay. Obviously, an infinitely better offense. Than the Lions, but I mean, yeah, definitely. I I think the Bears defense is going to fare pretty well against this uh, Lions fine. offense. They'll do fine, but there's I don't see them like shutting them out or anything. You know, it's not like the Lions aren't going to be able to do anything. Yeah. I, I'm personally I'm going to take the Lions just because I just don't want to bet on the Bears 
That, that, that's fair. Know. I mean, that, that's obviously very fair. The Bears uh, suck. Worst 5-1 and one team ever, and now they're 5-6, and six, so very understandable. <laughs> um, all right, we'll move on. We got the Bengals and the Dolphins. Bengals are 2-8-1, and one, and the Dolphins are 7-4. and four. Fitzpatrick is expected to start again, although Tua is a, uh, apparently a game-time decision. He's supposedly hurt, um, which is odd. Brandon Allen is again going to get the start for the Bengals. They expect him to uh, play a lot better than he did against the Giants. Uh, that's what the coaches are saying for Cincinnati. Joe Mixon's still out, and I don't know. I expect this one to be a blowout. Dolphins are minus 11.5 right now, uh, favorites. Yeah. And I usually don't take big lines, but I, I might in this case. Uh, Bengals offense, they just can't do anything. Miami, uh, they have a pretty decent offense. Uh, and Miami is weirdly a tough time to play. I mean, a tough place to play, like this time of year. Like, very, very oddly. Um, so I'm picking Dolphins in, like, a blowout. Yeah, I think the fans got this. It's just... The Bengals are absolutely nothing. It's without Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon. Like, they just don't have any kind of offense whatsoever. They barely did with both of them in. It's completely gone without them. Uh, the Dolphins already have, like, one of the better passing defenses in the league. Uh, and that doesn't bode well for the Bengals at all. And another little kind of interesting... Uh, thing to look at is Miami's like the third best team in the league on third on third down defense and the Bengals are like the second worst team on third down offense so it just doesn't bode well for them really and and it's it's sad I actually like the Bengals I like Joe Burrow Joe Mixon they're good players but the Bengals without them are nothing yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, I really do see this one being a blowout, and I'd be surprised if it was pretty close, to be honest. But, I mean, who knows? Um, next, we got the Jags and the Vikings. Jaguars are 1-10. They've lost 10 straight, and the Vikings are 5-6. and six. Um, The Jaguars, they might be in the Trevor Lawrence race if the Jets ever win a game, which is highly doubtful. Um, Mike Lennon is going to be starting for them again. Uh, Minshew is being benched uh this should be easy for the vikings um yeah it, it really should there's no excuse for them to lose this game yeah i totally agree i mean they they sort of got forced uh to throw the ball last week they dalvin cook got locked up a little bit and uh and cousins had a great day so like I just don't. I don't know what the what the wind condition here is for the Jags. They have one of the they have the worst passer rating against in the NFL. So even if they can slow down Dalvin Cook, it's not like they have some kind of impressive pass defense to back that up. Uh, it's kind of an interesting thought. Is like there's we kind of should have two winless teams right now. Oh, like with the, with the Jaguars, Jaguars yeah. yeah. I thought yeah, I thought like, the Vikings, kind of and I, I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> we should have the Jag, the Jags, and the Jets. Kind of both should be undefeated right now. Yeah, I mean, right <clears throat> I wouldn't be surprised if either team pulls out one win, including the Jets. I mean, 
Of course, I wouldn't be surprised if the Jets lose every single game, but I wouldn't be shocked if they do win one just because that's just how it works sometimes. But yeah, I mean, sometimes you just get one. Yeah, I mean, I would fully put money on the Jets going 0-16, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, you mentioned Dalvin Cook. The Vikings need to start preserving Cook more. I feel like every game he has an injury scare. Um, they do rely on him way too much for having a lot of talent um, in their receiving core. And uh, although he's like an absolute beast, they should they should give him more of a, a break, especially if they if they think they can even make the playoffs, or even not, because yeah. they gotta conserve him for his future. Um, for the future, yeah. But they gotta start giving uh, Alexander Madison a little more touches, because uh, they do. Uh, he, Cook, I don't know the exact splits, but he probably has like the most usage next to, like, Derrick Henry among running backs. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, he gets used all the time. And it's not like they don't have a capable backup. Alexander Madison is a solid running back. He can – he's, like, a decent enough change of pace running back. They could throw him in there if they wanted to, but they just kind of don't. Yeah, you, you once called Alexander Madison uh, Dalvin Cook's twin, was it? Like No, Dalvin, Dalvin Cook Jr. Jr. No, you well, first you said Dalvin Cook Jr., yeah, and then you had to you had to go back to junior junior. He's junior junior. Fair enough. But I, I, and, I, and in fairness, I went to junior junior before. You know, he he played for Dalvin Cook and got like fourteen yards or something. Had a terrible game, but um, he's not bad. No, I know. Yeah, he's not bad. Uh, this would be a good game for uh, also for Kirk Cousins to practice his passing game. Uh, I mean, you mentioned that. Uh, you mentioned that. Um, he had a really good day passing it last week, uh, which has been rare this season for Kirk Cousins. Uh, he just doesn't pass much, and Adam Thielen's back, so if they don't want to run it with Madison too much, they should definitely start passing. Even if they're up by a lot, usually you just run it when you're up by a lot. But, I mean, I, if, I'm a Vi- if I'm on the Vikings, I would expect to be winning this game very comfortably. So they should yeah. definitely take a lot of pressure off Dalvin Cook here. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. And, you know, you're starting to get towards the end of the season. And in games where you don't need him necessarily, like, to be running the ball 25 times. Take him out. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe just don't. Uh Uh-huh. So we're both picking Vikings, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next up, we got the Colts and the Texans. Colts are 7-4. Texans are 4-7. Big news out of Houston is that Will Fuller and Bradley Roby are both suspended the rest of the season because of PEDs. They said both of them said that they didn't know the substance they were taking was illegal. But I mean, come on, guys! Like, everyone said every time. Yeah, you guys know what you're doing. Uh, it really sucks for the Texans. I mean, they weren't doing anything anyways this season. But Fuller and Roby were two of the best at their positions on the Texans. Roby, best cornerback on the Texans, and Fuller. Obviously, with Hopkins gone, is the best receiver. Um, so that's a big blow to them uh, for an already, already struggling they really team. Should, they really should have traded him. Yeah, right. Uh, that would have been a big blow. Uh, if, the, if like I know the Packers were rumored to be really yeah, interested. Yeah, everybody's talking Packers. Yeah, that would have really sucked. But uh, so I guess Packers. Uh, they. Uh, what, what, what do you call it? Why, why can't I think they of it? Yeah, they, that's exactly. What I, was, I don't. I just I couldn't think of dodged a bullet right there. Um, but yeah, it's Brandon Cooks time. 
especially if, if you have in fantasy. Uh, I do. I do in our league. Not that I need him, as I am the highest scoring team in our league. Actually, may not make you're the. I th- oh wait, you're the the highest scoring team that won't make the playoffs, or in general. In general, in the whole league. I thought you were the second highest scoring when I looked today. No, highest. Okay, I I might double check, but I I believe you right now. I believe you. I, I have I have sixteen hundred and six points for, which is I don't know, it's whatever. It's like uh, it's like thirteen points more than Kyle or something. There, uh, you, Jake, and Kyle all have like fifty. You're within fifty points of me, but points against you three have like thirteen fifty against all of you. I have sixteen seventy against me. Hey man, you need you need better defense. That's not it's not uh, my problem. <laughs> It's brutal. If I don't make playoffs, it's brutal. I need to win this week, and I need either Matt Ludwig or Brendan to lose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll probably be Brendan because my team's awesome. So. Uh, yeah. My, my team's better statistically. Uh, no, no, not by a couple points, but whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah. All right. So back to the game. David Johnson is expected back. Um. Overall, I just think the Texans are outmatched against the Colts. Uh, the Colts are in a playoff race, and they need to win. And the Texans, uh, they don't really have much of a reason to play right now. So I think that also yeah. factors into it. Um, even if Deshaun Watson goes off, I just don't think the rest of the Texans can uh, can really uh, pull up there. So I'm picking Colts. I agree. I think it'll be – my prediction is it's going to be kind of a – uh, Watson Rivers shootout. Okay. But uh, but I think the Colts come out on top there. Like Watson, especially when Watson doesn't have Will Fuller, that's just going to be a lot harder for him. And and the Texans defense is just Philip Rivers is, is not going to have a problem with them. Like the Colts have had such a hard time running the ball all season, but I, I don't think they really need to against the Texans. Yeah. Um, so you're picking Colts? Yeah. All right, moving on. We got the Raiders and the Jets. The Raiders are 6-5. and five. The Jets are 0-11. Oh uh, Raiders are coming off a really, really bad loss to the Falcons. Uh, they need a get-right game, and there's no perfect team to do that against than the Jets. Um, the Jets just seem better with Joe Flacco than they are with Sam Darnold. At least they were kind of losing by like two scores instead of like four scores. Um, yeah. Darnold actually has a worse quarterback rating this season than Ben DiNucci. And, uh, uh, brutal. Yeah, Ben DiNucci was awful when he played. Um, Josh Jacobs was just ruled out for the Raiders. So that's uh, a big blow usually, but I don't think it'll matter too much because I think the Raiders are good enough to be like, okay, it's the Jets. We we had a really bad loss last week, but I think I think they'll turn it around. So it's pretty obvious we're both picking Raiders, right? Yeah, and you got to give credit to Devontae Booker, who has stepped up the last couple games for the Raiders. Josh Jacobs has been kind of questionable the last few weeks, and Booker has handled uh, every every third possession. He's been the running back for them, and he's played well. So that. They won't miss too much of a beat, and also it's the Jets, so like, yeah. it doesn't matter. Can't really worry too much about the Jets. 
Moving on, we got the Giants and the Seahawks. The Giants are four and seven, oddly in first place in the NFC East, and the Seahawks are eight and three. This game, this game had potential to be interesting. Uh, the Giants defense versus the Seahawks offense, and the Giants offense versus the Seahawks defense. They could have evened things out, but Daniel Jones probably won't play. Colt McCoy is probably going to start, and uh, I don't know. I think that's kind of a wrap on this game, at least. I agree. Yeah, that's you definitely needed uh, your leading rusher out there, and Danny Dimes. Well, yeah, I mean Daniel Jones uh, was Giants' leading rusher and passer, so definitely, definitely would have been uh, helpful if he played. And he still has a chance of playing. Who knows? But I think he's going to definitely be out, um, unless the Seahawks' offense just totally decides not to show up. I don't see the Giants' offense scoring many points, so I'm picking Seahawks. Yeah, I mean, the recipe for a Giants win is the same as it is every single other week. You guys got to just force tar- force turnovers mm-hmm. and get, like, you know, defensive special team scores if you can. Uh, I would like the Giants' odds better uh, if, A, Daniel Jones is around, and, B, if this game were in prime time. Of course, the Seahawks always play at whatever level their opponent is during prime time games. But unfortunately for the Giants, this is not a primetime game, so I think the Seahawks will win this pretty I mean, te- technically, 4 o'clock games are considered primetime, so technically it is a primetime game. I don't know. Really? If it, Do they they yeah. call 4 o'clock games primetime? It's got to be Sunday night. I mean, it's not even really primetime, is it? The Seahawks on Sunday night specifically. Yeah, Seahawks on Sunday night football, definitely. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if this is a nationally televised game. It might be. Um, I'm not sure. But yeah. It's de- it's a primetime game, so I, I hope, uh, even though I know what you meant with the Sunday Night Football, I hope that the Seahawks play down to the Giants. I'm not not really in the mood to see the Giants get destroyed, but who knows? <laughs> Are you ever really? Uh, no, I'm never. And, but I'm just after a couple of good weeks, we're on a three game win streak. I'm especially don't want to see the Giants get blown out now because we yeah, we, we, we got some stake. Fair. We have some stake now, you know. Where we yeah, you know. All of a sudden, it's uh, Giants games are starting to really matter. Yeah, uh, you didn't think that was going to be the case at this point in the season. Uh, definitely not. But I am picking Seahawks. I would like to pick the Giants, but yeah, I'm picking Seahawks. Same here. Moving on, we got the Rams and the Cardinals. Rams are seven and four. Cardinals are six and five. The Rams have looked really, really good lately, other than last week's surprising loss to the 49ers, where they didn't look very good. Um, the Cardinals also coming off a bad loss to the Patriots. Um, this should be a good game. We have some good matchups. Uh, Hopkins versus Jalen Ramsey. That should be yes. good. Um, overall, I feel like this is a toss-up, this game. Like, it's really important to both teams. Yeah, I agree. This is huge, huge for both teams in terms of, uh, the playoffs. Definitely... Like, Kyler Murray is coming off his probably his worst game of the season against the Pats. And, you know, he's moving from the Pats to a even tougher defense in the Rams. They've become probably the best defense in football right now. Certainly up there. Steelers maybe. But in terms of, like, playmaking defense, the Rams are, are yeah. nearly unmatched. Yeah. And the... Watching Hopkins, I feel a little bit, a little bad for Hopkins having to go from uh, week to week from Gilmore to Ramsey. 
I mean, hey, but if you if you want to be the best, you got to be the best. Number one. Yeah. Yeah. This is one to watch, though. I, I'm my eyes are on this game for sure. Yeah, I am gonna pick the Cardinals in a close one, though. That's what I'm going. I'm with. taking. I'm taking the Rams in a close one. I think this will be like this will be a defensive game, <laughs> and I think the Rams are gonna win that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was drinking some water right there. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, it's going to be a close game. Could go either way. Uh, and I like it. We're both picking differently. I like it. Um, all right, next up we got the Patriots and the Chargers. The Patriots are 5-6. and six. The Chargers are 3-8. and eight. The Patriots kept their season alive last week with a surprise win versus the Cardinals. Um, go ahead. You could... Uh, you talk here, Mr. Patriots fan. Well, so right now, you know, the playoff hopes are still technically alive. We we need every win we can get, though. Games like this that we actually should be winning are so important, that especially is. if we can. That's if all. We can that's get all you can ask for to have meaningful games in December. Yeah, I mean, it, when we're getting those wins that maybe we weren't supposed to get, like against the Cardinals, then it's definitely important that we grab these wins that that we should get. Uh, we can watch Gilmore. He's got another tough matchup this week against Keenan Allen. Uh, the Chargers, of course, have Eckler back now, who came back last week and was instantly targeted 16 times. That's wild. Uh, he had a crazy game, especially considering Herbert, like, not uh, not somebody who has been throwing those little check down passes really at all. He's been throwing a lot of deep balls, um, which the Patriots have defended really, really poorly actually this season. We've been uh, kind of beat up by the deep ball. We had a good passing defense game last week, but that was kind of an anomaly. And sort of the thing to focus on this season, unfortunately for us, is we kind of have a quarterback that hasn't really been able to throw the football. He has four touchdowns and nine interceptions this season, which is brutally bad. Yeah, uh, Cam is kind of showing why many teams weren't interested in him uh, before signing with the Patriots. He has looked really rough this year. Um, Here's the thing. Here's what I think. You're right. If the Patriots want to be a competitive team this time of year, you're right. They do got to beat the bad teams. Um... But I just think that the Chargers are just going to score more points than the Patriots can. Uh, I don't think the Patriots offense, like, Chargers defense isn't really good, but the uh, Patriots offense, I think, is is just worse. I, I don't think there's a chance the Chargers score less than 20 points. Um, and I, I, think there, I think there is. I just think it'd be a bigger... Question mark for the Patriots to score twenty points than for the Chargers not to score twenty points. I I like kind of agree with you, but I really think that uh, I think the Patriots are going to be able to run the ball pretty well. Like the Chargers do not have a good run defense, and you know if we can get that running game working, like we we shouldn't have. We should be able to throw up 20-something I mean, against that defense. That's defense. true, but the, the Chargers right now are also knowing the Patriots can't pass the ball. So they're pretty much probably only preparing for the run or specifically preparing for the run 
So although they don't have a good run defense, I feel like if they're expecting it, like the Patriots don't have a balanced offense. It's just easier to stop. No, not to yeah, it's easier to stop a one-dimensional offense, especially even if even if they are good at the run. It's tr- you're right. It is so much easier, but like the I think that the Patriots just do it so well. Like you kind of know what's coming. You know what's coming. They're gonna run at you. Stop them if you can, and a lot of teams can. All right, all right. So I'm assuming you're picking the Patriots here. Yeah, I'm taking the Pats. All right, I, I, I'm taking the Chargers here. I just don't think that the Patriots are going to be able to score enough points. I mean, it sounds so dumb. sounds so simple. I, I just don't think that the Patriots are going to be able to score more points than the Chargers at the end of the day. Um, I, I, I just like a, I like a Bill Belichick team that needs to win some games. Fair enough. I mean, you can't, you can't really uh, disagree with that right there. Um, mo- moving on though, we got Eagles, Packers, Sunday Night Football. Eagles three seven one, Packers eight and three. Zach Ertz and Fletcher Cox are set to return. That should help the Eagles a little bit. Uh, who knows? But uh, Darius Slay might not play, and that would be a big loss for the Eagles defense, considering he's their best corner. Uh, some pretty funny. Um, in practice, like the other day, Carson Wentz apparently stood up, like in practice, and was like. He took the blame for the Eagles' struggles. Like he was like, "All right, guys, uh, it's my fault. We haven't been very good." They're like, "No, no shit, Carson. <laughs> like you've been awful. Arguably, he's been like a bottom five quarterback this season. Um, yeah, no, not even arguably. He leads the leads the league in turnovers this season. Yeah, he leads the league in sacks. Yeah, he's been like it's just funny. He, he like finally it took him thirteen weeks to be like, "All right, guys, I, I, I'm the problem. I need to play better." Um, it's like, no, no shit. Um, the, the Packers, they look to keep it rolling. Although we talked about this yesterday, they do have a tendency to play down to their opponents. I, I don't really think it's going to matter. Cause I just, I just, the Eagles, they're bad. <laughs> you got to play really far down to play down to the Eagles. Yeah. Um, and also Aaron Rodgers on Sunday night football. I just feel like that's just going to be really, 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 really hard to stop. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Sunday night football, like the Packers are just a Sunday night football team. They're rolling right now. Their offense is rolling, coming off a huge night uh, last week. All right, so we're both picking Packers, but the question is, who will be the better Aaron? No question. Roger or you, Jones? You went Aaron Jones last week. You definitely lost. Yeah, uh, I'm going Aaron Rodgers this week. Yeah, I gotta go. I'm sticking with Aaron Rodgers until he proves me wrong. Uh, I'm 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 pissed. There are no other Aaron's on the Eagles. Like I really want the opponents to have a guy named Aaron, so I can. There's just not them. a lot of there's not a lot of Aaron's in the league. Uh, there's probably like a couple here and there, but yeah. there's only a, there's only a handful of Aaron's, and it happens to be that two of the Aaron's are on the same team and are prominent players on that team. It's bullshit. Uh, it's so like. Farron Hernandez didn't go off and start killing people. That'd be another Aaron, prominent Aaron in the what league. Did. Yeah, unfortunately, though, yeah. for on a couple levels. Yeah, uh, especially our level right here for this sake. But what Most, mostly for the podcast. Yeah, but, right. um, we're both going Packers, uh, obviously. Okay. Next, we got Broncos and Chiefs. I'm gonna keep this one brief. Broncos are four and seven. The Chiefs are ten and one. The Broncos do have a cor- an actual quarterback this game, but that still won't matter. The Chiefs are going to win. 
Yeah, so I think this was the biggest uh, difference in passing attacks uh, possible in the NFL right now. Uh, last week, the Chiefs threw for 456 yards, and the Broncos threw for 13. Yeah. Uh, whatever. The, Bron- the Broncos aren't going to be able to slow down the Chiefs. That's just the reality of it. Their pass defense is not not terrible, but it's the Chiefs. It's and just the Chiefs. I don't care how good your pass defense is. The Broncos may only keep it close because uh, they're really good in garbage time. So they'll just score garbage time points when it doesn't even matter. Yeah, they are. In a, the Broncos are kind of an elite garbage time team. Drew Locke is a he is. He's like the garbage great time garbage team. Time He's yeah. like uh, Blake Bortles was like years and years ago. I had Blake Bortles yeah. in fantasy every year because he would be pretty pretty shit the first three quarters, but the fourth quarter he'd throw for like two touchdowns and like three hundred yards. So I mean, it was great. Um, yeah, there's some fantasy value in that. Not so much in terms of uh, doesn't correlate with real wins. Yeah, definitely not. Um, moving on, we got the Steelers and Washington football team. This is the first Monday night game on Monday, 5 p.m. on Monday. We get two of them. That's awesome. Uh, Steelers are 11 and 0. Washington is 4 and 7. I'm calling this game a trap game. Uh, the Steelers, yeah, they're undefeated. But they they haven't really looked good, um, like they've looked they've looked decent. They're winning games, but they just barely beat RG three and Trace McSorley uh, last week. They've had a tough time against the Cowboys. Uh, I'm blanking here, but I mean you know they've they've they haven't had many yeah. like, great wins. Um, Washington they're feisty, and look the Steelers are due for a loss. They're due. Um, I won't be surprised at all if Washington wins. I don't want them to win because I'm in a playoff. They're in a playoff race with the Giants right now. Um, I'm still gonna go Steelers because after thinking all of this and writing it down, I was kind of going over it in my head, and I was like, "See, this is what everybody's gonna be thinking." And then the Steelers are just gonna win by like ten points anyway. Yeah, yeah, um, they're gonna get like like a six six to ten point win. Uh, they are without Bud Dupree, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, that sucks for them. After the season torn ACL. Yeah, that's just brutal. One of definitely like the three most key pieces of that defense. Uh, they are undefeated. They're not the best team in the league. They're coming off a very short week, which is interesting. They just played on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Washington football team is better than expected, but and and you're totally right. Everybody's thinking like, oh, the Steelers. When any team is eleven and zero, you like they can lose any game, uh, especially when maybe they're not a team that should be eleven and zero. I mean, they've had a but, cupcake schedule. Yeah, they have played four winning. Well, they've played games against four winning teams: Baltimore twice, the Titans, and the Browns. So even the winning teams they've played against, the Titans have fallen off. Uh, Baltimore has been, you know, they're barely a winning team at this point, and the Browns' record is better than than they actually are. So yeah. the Steelers just have not been tested. This theoretically was supposed to be that those Baltimore games are going to be the tests, but yeah, Baltimore are, uh, hasn't been good. I, I think the Steelers are going to lose next week in Buffalo. Um, 
Yeah, I'll probably be calling a Bills win next week. Yeah, but I, I do think they win in Washington this week. I agree. Speaking of the Bills, we got the Bills and 49ers, our second Monday night football game. Bills are 8-3. and three, The Niners are 5-6. and six. The Niners kept their hopes alive last week against the Rams in a surprising win. And uh, although the 49ers are getting some guys back, I still think the Bills are just overall – uh, a really good team, and I think this will be uh, a close game, but I'm going to go with the Bills. Yeah, I'm going with the Bills too. I think the 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 real thing here is like the pressures on the Bills to come out and play well. They have been so hot and cold this season, just because Josh Allen has been so hot and cold. Like he had a terrible week last week. Other weeks he's thrown for 350 yards. You know he's so back and forth. Uh, it, the Niners will win this game if the Bills don't show up and play the way that they should. Yeah. Uh, like, the Niners have been, you know, they're starting to get people back. They're a fairly consistent team. You pretty much know what you're going to get from the 49ers. Uh, it depends on whether or not the Bills actually show up and play. I mean, Nick Mullins can still prove he's the best quarterback of all time. He's just, he's got to buckle up here, you know? <laughs> Yeah, he's got. He's sort of, you know, he was up there. He he had that throne. You know, he was living there for a while. I'll admit, I'll be the first to admit, he fell off a little bit. He fell off. It's been a fall from grace, but all that does is set up a comeback story. Exactly, exactly. Um, so rooting for Nick Mullins, but I think the Bills are going to win. I think. I think that. The Bills will come out and play how they should play, uh, but you know that's that's the key. I'm taking the Bills, but I really 49ers winning that game does not surprise me. Yeah, same, especially because they did their defense looked really good last week against. Uh, really? It looked Rams. like classic 49ers defense. It did, and like they still like the overall base of that team. They're still a solid team. Like it's a shame they've been so injury riddled and COVID riddled this year because. Like if they've been healthy, they they could very well be like eight and three or whatever. Like you know what I mean? No doubt. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. So absolutely, like, you can't you can't it's really make close to the same team that was in the Super Bowl yeah. not that long ago. You can't really make fun of them like you can a lot of other bad teams because they actually do have a case of just bad luck this season. Yeah. Um. Moving on, Tuesday night football. We. Th- I love it. This is gonna be. The only day of the season this year, like day of the week, that we won't have football is going to be Friday because we're going to get Saturday Saturday night football. We get that every year. We're getting it, I think, in two weeks, Saturday night football. Um, uh, I'm not sure. It's already. I know it's already on the schedule. Like every year yeah. we have it. Um, but, yeah, usually we never have Wednesday or Tuesday night football, and we got a boat this year. Um, so the only day we haven't had football is Friday, which is odd. Um, I hope we get a Friday night football game. That'd be pretty cool. I would definitely be down for that. Um, but yeah, Ravens six and five, Cowboys three and eight. Ravens are looking rough, but Lamar is uh, gonna play. They just said that like an hour ago. He's gonna come off the COVID list and he's gonna play. Cowboys really, really, really suck. And even though the the Ravens are looking looking pretty tough, this could be a get right game that helps propel them to maybe a wild card spot. Yeah, they you know, they're 
the Ravens are certainly underperforming. There is no doubt about that. But they're still like a playoff or borderline playoff team. You know, the Cowboys are just simply one of the worst teams in football. Without Dak Prescott, like, they are... It was embarrassing watching them against the... uh... Washington football team last week just it really was and uh, I don't know I don't like the Cowboys but I was embarrassed yeah it was just like it was just unbelievable turnover after turnover uh it was it was just bad it was typical Cowboys uh Stephen A. Smith was living it up probably (laughs) um oh he was laughing but we we all know what the Ravens can be capable of especially with Lamar Jackson um, yeah, and they're going to run all over the Cowboys. I mean, the Cowboys have, like, the second-worst uh, rushing defense in the league. Like, the the Ravens, you know, they haven't been anything special this year, but they are going to have no problem running all over the Cowboys. If, if the Ravens are a legit playoff team and they are going to turn things around, this is where it starts. Yeah, they need a big win here. Uh, so we're both picking Ravens, right? Yeah. All right. That wraps up our... Uh, week 13 preview. Um, so whatever we said is going to happen. So all the fans listening to this, place your bets because we're experts. Um, That's correct. We're never wrong, ever. Uh, I'm wrong in my life. I, I've maybe been wrong once when I was like really, really young, like three years old. I don't remember it, but I, I might have been. But since then, I've been... That's- Fair, like hedge your bets just in case, yeah. yeah. That's smart. Uh, since then, I've been right on every single thing. Moving on, we got other sports talk. Uh, you said you wanted to say something about the Wizards? Yeah, so the NBA schedule, they announced the first half of the NBA schedule. Uh, yeah. And, and the Wizards, as much as they suck... Totally won the schedule reveal. They they tweeted out a video with Wolf Blitzer and John King uh, running through the schedule like it was the election. John King talking about every game and saying the key battleground of in California, including the Lakers, who are the uh, current incumbent champions, and they were talking about it like politics and basketball. Wolf Blitzer was given key matchup updates. I mean, it yeah, was brilliant. Yeah, I, I loved every second of it. I'm every sure second. anybody that was paying any attention to the election uh, last month, uh, these guys were doing coverage of it, and like it just sounded like you could put um, Chris Berman's two minute like uh, drill, fastest two minutes, like that song, like the da 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 that song, <laughs> over it, and it just fits so well. So uh, that that yeah. is pretty funny. That is credit to the Wizards, man. They killed it. Yeah, nothing much going on in the NBA. Obviously, though, uh, Russell Westbrook traded for John Wall. Who is the better duo, John Wall and Harden, or uh, Westbrook and Beal? Uh, Wall and Harden. Assuming that Wall plays, comes back and plays like uh, you know at basically the same level. I think they they work better together. Neither one works well, but they work better together. Yeah, I mean, Harden and Beal have similar play styles. Harden, obviously, uh, better, I think, all around. Um, 
And then you have Wall and Westbrook, who past couple of years, Westbrook has been obviously been better just because Wall has been hurt. But I think Wall uh, can work better with like a player like Harden than Westbrook could. You know what I mean? Yeah, Wall has that like he's a better passer, better distributor. He can he can play off ball a little better. Russ is just so. I mean, I I personally like Russell Westbrook. A lot of people don't. I like him, but he's just so like spontaneous in a bad way. Like you know, he can't win. His play style cannot win. Yeah. Um. He just puts the team on his back, and he can't do it. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. He's just so he's too um, inefficient. He can't function without the ball. He just has these a lot of weaknesses that are uh, pretty killer in the modern NBA. Damn, you know what I just pictured when you just said that? What I pictured like uh, opening night, uh, Russell Westbrook is going to be like in the zone in the locker room, and he, on repeat, he's going to be listening to what you just said over and over and over <laughs> again. And then he's going to ball out, win MVP, and the Wizards are going to win the finals. Somebody's going to make like a, a dope edit of the of Russell's MVP season, and it's going to start with that. With There's going to be some, yeah, with your some voice. slow-mo video and my voice playing and Russell with headphones on. It's going to happen. You, you are just motivated, Russell Westbrook, to lead the Wizards to the NBA finals this year. Hey. I hope so. I've <laughs> taken him in fantasy basketball whenever I can. He's going to have a monster year. Yeah, I, I mean, no matter what, he's going to have a monster fantasy season because he just does everything. Um, he does yeah. too much, but for fantasy, that's good. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, it's, it's just so weird. I'm In terms of fantasy basketball, this doesn't change anything for Harden. Um, if anything, he gets better. Uh, this hurts Bradley Beal. He loses a lot of usage. Yeah. Uh, this hurts every player on the Wizards. Uh, <laughs> Davis Bertans and all, all those. It's so funny saying like, if a, when a player gets traded to a team, like this hurts every single player on the team. <laughs> it's true. Fantasy wise, I'm sure they'll be fine. I, I wouldn't be surprised they're, if. I mean, they're going to either way, but like. I wouldn't be surprised if him and Beal, like Buttheads and Westbrook, gets traded midway through the season. I think, yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, either one of them. I wouldn't be surprised if either one. I mean, there are plenty of rumors about Bradley Beal getting traded, so just yeah. ended up being John Wall instead. I mean, I I, I guarantee the Wizards would ra- would rather uh, keep Beal than Westbrook, though. Yeah, rightfully so. I mean, he's their guy. Westbrook is just kind of there now. Yeah. Um. As far as other NBA news goes, we are less than a month from the season uh, starting. I'm loving it. We're getting so close. I love this, bro. I love it. I love it, dude. We're like a week away. We're like eight days away from uh, preseason. Yeah, and then um, the other season start. The season officially begins on the twenty second. I love it. I know. I'm so ready to have basketball back. Yeah, um, and then before you know it, we'll be back booling in the apartment at uh, school. And then we got sports every night. Yeah, dude, that's gonna be that's gonna be, and hopefully that vaccine will be rolling in, and then oh man. Yeah. Life will be yeah. good again. Hell yeah. Um, okay, any other sports stuff going on? I don't really think so. I don't think so. Nothing interesting in the golf world. Uh, there's no baseball stuff really happening. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll make another episode in a couple of days, so if anything does happen, we got you. 
Um, but other than that, I think I think we're good. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, wear your mask. Be safe. Uh, and we'll see you soon. Yeah, later, guys. Peace.